Welcome to Currency Shift, the podcast where we showcase and share insights from first, only, and the disruptive. These are people who are creating new lanes and carving new paths for women, people of color, and diversity and inclusion. My name is Shade Simone. Let's get started. On today's show, we have the founders of Curated Vibes Group, an experimental events agency focusing on intimate curated networking events for creatives of color. By hand-selecting emerging brands, CVG has quickly grown and expanded to hosting events in D.C. and Atlanta. They are gaining notoriety in Chicago and San Francisco. The two came together when they noticed something was missing in the market. They found it was missing a community for like-minded creators of color to organically and in an anxiety-free zone connect and engage with one another. Let's get started. All right, we have Curated Vibes Group in the house. Millie rocking on every block. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. All oh, right, you know. so we're going to do our ceremonial cheers Aww. and take a sip of our champagne. We have to look in each other's eyes. Yes, right. No bad eyes. sex. Bad, yeah. No bad sex. So today we have Curated Vibes Group. We have the two founders on the show. We're going to learn more about them individually and how they came together to really start this disruptive events planning company that has really taken the United States by storm. So we'll go ahead and have Catherine introduce herself and then Felix introduce himself. Hey, y'all. Like she just said, my name is Catherine. Um, I go by Cat Daddy, Retro Barbie, Monster Barbie, the baddest bee. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else do you want to know about me. I'm a Queens bred girl living in Queens mm-hmm. again. Went to college in Philadelphia. Um, so it's sadly like my second home. Mm-hmm. Studied abroad in Italy. My father's from Italy. My mom's from Antigua. So I'm a little mixed breed over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate Donald Trump. You guys want to go? Yeah. All right, Felix. Mm -hmm. Um, My name is Felix Vargas, as you mentioned. Um, I go by Fifi Perkins, (laughs) (laughs) which I call it my unofficial drag name. Um, uh, I don't know. I was born in the Bronx. Uh, Dominican parents went to school in Brooklyn, uh, studied hospitality management. That all happened by mistake. I thought hospitality meant hospitals and I was going to go to school (laughs) with a nurse. That's what happens when you're bilingual. And uh, you don't read too much. Um, but I kind of fell into I kind of fell into this industry and it's like what I was meant to do. You know? All yeah. right. Yeah. Cool. So I like how both of you kind of touched on your past, like where you were born and where you originated. Um, before we dive deep into Curated Vibes Group and what you guys are doing and your future plans and how you guys got situated, let's take a step back and really learn individually about you two. So we'll start with Catherine. When you were younger, and this question is for you two, so you think about it while she answers Damn, it. Yeah, on the spot, right here. Bop, bop, bop. So, with you, when you were younger, mm-hmm. what How were young you we talking? What were you aspiring <laughs> to do? Oof, um, that changed frequently. But for a long time, well, in high school, teachers wanted me to go into politics and law. But I knew I was too passionate for that. 
And it would be like debate season, mm-hmm. Obama was going up, and I was like passionate, yelling, all that, standing up, finding facts. And then I realized like, no, this can't be for me because yeah. I'm going to be the one in front of the judge like, are you stupid? Like, man, this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like, no. So I knew that wasn't my path, but then I was really good at business. Whenever mm-hmm. we had business classes and that excited me and learning about marketing and advertising. And then I really – took into fashion like I was always drawing and sketching when I was younger Mm -hmm. always playing with fabric so then I went to school for fashion merchandising and ironically I found out about fashion merchandising by getting my nails done What? yeah so it was like (laughs) sophomore junior year of high school and it was coming down to like well what is it that you're going to go to school for they're prepping Mm -hmm. us for college and I was like I really like fashion but I'm terrible at drawing and I really like business, but I don't just want to be business focused. And then that's when my nail tech was like, well, girl, there's fashion merchandising. And I was like, well, girl, what's that? (laughs) So you had a nail tech since high school? Yes, y'all. Since freshman year of high school, I've been doing my nails. Yeah. Look, I'm a queen's check through and through, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So from there, there was only about like 10, maybe 12 schools that had fashion merchandising. Mm -hmm. So that kind of narrowed down like my search of where I wanted to go. Um, so then in school, I swore up and down, like, I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm going to go to school and whatever I graduate with is what I'm going to do. It hit around, I want to say my senior year. I was like, well, I really love putting on events because I was putting on events at college and Mm -hmm. it was really good. And I always knew the events that were going on in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Then I'd come back home to New York and I knew what was going on in New York. Mm -hmm. Nothing changed. Still the same. By like accident it happened. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll look into PR. So then I got my MBA and focusing on marketing and communications to sharpen those skills. But then I still decided to work at the event company I interned at Mm -hmm. and that took me through and then I started working for an event planner as her assistant and her intern and then I realized okay I want to be in this world but I want to be in this world for myself Mm -hmm. it really wasn't working with me applying to those positions I wasn't getting callbacks or if I was it would be like second third callback and then that's how I fell into working in tech and you know that's where I am right now I do enjoy tech but I love that we have this on the side because it Mm -hmm. all the passion and Creativity and fighting <laughs> and fighting mm-hmm. and cursing and that debating. I can't do here. Mm-hmm. So, all right, <laughs> Felix. Um, so for me, uh, when I was a kid, uh, I wanted to be a meteorologist. I love, <laughs> I love the weather. Yeah, like I love it. watching. Leave me. Alone. Do you not? Okay. I used it's to watch. I used to watch turn. the the weather person. You know, Mr. G on Channel Eleven. Um, so these are the things that I really liked, and I and then I started learning about, you know high pressure, low pressure, and all that. And I just found it fascinating. And then I love stars and whatever. So I'm like, all right, maybe I want to be a meteorologist on the news. But then I had a list. And had? I, a, I have a list. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, when I was in school, uh, in grade school, they deemed this some sort of a – what was it that they called it? It's a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. So they would take me out of class every day. Miss Morton would take me out of class every day to give me speech therapy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, I don't know how I'm going to re- get rid of it. How do you get rid of a list? I don't know. Um, then that crushed my dreams. So I was like, I can't be on the news. I have, I have a problem. I'm like, you know, I can't, can't be on the news telling the weather. Was Miss Morton white? No, she was a black woman. But, oh. but you know, she, she didn't make the rules. She just went in there and got me. She'll be, she, literally, Miss Morgan would sit there and be like, I don't know why we're here. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know. You told me. You brought me here. 
So fast forward to high school, I, as I said earlier, went to school for hospitality management. It was a, a what is that called? Um, vocational high school. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, there was aviation, hospitality, nursing. Initially, I went in for aviation. That program closed, and then I went for hospitality. I went for aviation because my parents wanted me to do something kind of like that, and. Yeah. I think they always knew I was gay. So they were like, oh, my God, he's going to go to school for aviation. So he's going to be doing a manly thing or something. So it was kind of like, yeah, it's it's weird. But um, ended up in hospitality thinking I was going to be doing, you know, hospital stuff. And um, the rest is history. Like, I didn't even want to go to college. I didn't want to go to college. I, lo- I was already working in a restaurant. I love working in a restaurant. One of my favorite jobs is being a server. Yeah. And, um, yeah, here we are. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You I mean, you sort of like skipped it. <laughs> like you forgot something. I, this is so. The, the thing is, there's so. Why is this? There's so many things. Mm-hmm. So many things because I've I've always been very active. So like, okay, fine. I did skip over some stuff, but I started my own event company when I was 18. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we were done with high school, I started my own event company called Exquisite Events with my friend Jasmine and Yashira, and um, that did pretty well. Like we. Um, we teamed up with teams in fashion. I learned how to get sponsorships. So McDonald's sponsored a lot of our um, fashion shows and uh, fashion-related programs. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a guy named Indagio. I don't know if any of you know who he is or mm-hmm. was, but he won Glam God on VH1. And he was a product of teams in fashion and all of that. So he actually won a competition, a styling competition with us and then went on to compete on the show and won. Um, there was only one, one season. I think Vivica Fox was the host of that show. Um, but yeah, that kind of, you know, it spun my interest in events. And now um, we're here. Yeah. CVG. You're here. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> Both of you guys have backgrounds where you were, kind of trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out, all right, what do I want to do? I know I have this interest, but if it wasn't for your nail technician, who knows right. where you would be? And for you, you had these these vivid dreams of being on TV, which mm-hmm. I still think you could, like speech yeah. impediment or no speech impediment. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Chris Brown, <laughs> right? Singing and lisping. But Chris Brown? Has a serious lisp. I didn't know that. Me either. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Good ears. I didn't know that. Mm. He talks about it. I don't follow him that deeply. Me, yeah. look, Chris Brown has been my soulmate since I was like 13. your soulmate since I was like thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good stiff arm, so I'm ready. So it sounds like you guys encountered a few detours, but these mm-hmm. detours actually led you more in line with your passions. Right. So you have two very different people, different backgrounds, mm-hmm. but a lot of your paths cross. So how did you guys connect to form? Curated Vibes Group. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can call it CVG if you want. It's a little That's easier. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's a wordy. It's, yeah. Um, so, CV, I mean, we met in the events industry. So mm-hmm. I was representing a venue in the city, and Kat was working with um, that company. Mm-hmm. An mm-hmm. event producer. Yeah. Production company, I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were put in touch. I can't remember the guy's name, but it was through an organization that they were a part of. And I said, you know, I want to put together an event here. Um, I'm looking for sponsors, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And he was like, well, you should reach out to Catherine and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, who's Catherine? He's like, you don't know who's Catherine? And then he said, you know, know right, because everyone should know me. Right. The hair is what he said. The girl with the hair. And I was like, <laughs> 
no idea. Never Damn, seen I didn't this know I had that reputation <laughs> way back then. Years. <laughs> and um, and then we he connected us via email. Hold on, when did you guys? What was the date? Like the year? Hmm. Shoot. Fourteen. Fifteen? Fourteen or fifteen? Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. June of 2015. That's the first event that we collaborated on. Yes, because that was summer 15. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so we collaborated on this event. It was a taste, a summer event. We were um, introducing our new caterer um at the venue so it was a partnership between the caterer and the mm-hmm. venue and we brought in all these other vendors that would kind of be on our vendor list and yeah. that's how we met mm-hmm. all right so working this event what do you think kind of led you guys to say hey you're cool <laughs> or in new york fashion you're dope let's <laughs> like it let's connect and actually start a business like what was it that led you to say i trust you enough because like for the people that are listening out here like it is very very hard to find a true business partner mm-hmm. like business partners you're you're going to have your ups and downs and you're going to have your struggles so it's important to have somebody that you can lean on that you can trust and mm-hmm. really be there as your rock um, and that works both ways so what was it about that you guys saw in each other that led you to say all right i want to start a business it's kind of like a marriage like i want to oh, start it a feels marriage like one. Girl. Yeah, with it this feels person like one. um so it was kind of funny we and it sort of leads into the reason why cvg is cvg mm-hmm. We would go to a lot of these networking events for the event industry, and we'd be sent by our bosses. And you're hold go- on for a second, because the listeners can't see you when you do the the, the air quotes. <laughs> like, explain to them why you do the air quotes around networking, networking events. Um, because you go there, and this will go deeper into again why CBG was founded. Mm-hmm. You go to these events and. It's at Central Park. It's at this venue. It's to showcase a caterer. And people are there that are in the event industry, have been in the event industry for ages, years, whatever. And they have their cliques. And it's mm-hmm. very hard to penetrate in those cliques. Mm-hmm. And then if they see an an outsider they do not know, it's mm-hmm. who are you? Who do you work for? What can you do for me? Literally one, two, three is all they care about. There's no building actual relationships with them. It's hard to communicate with them. It's literally, I need to sell you my services or know what services you have that I can use. Mm. And in that, we were like the youngest people there. Mm-hmm. And we were honestly one of the few minorities that were there. Yeah. So being the youngest and being in a minority, it already gives you anxiety. And then you have to come back and report to your boss who you met, who your boss could potentially make money off of, who your boss can potentially work with. That we won't get money off of. Right. No. I mean, we got free drinks going to these things and food. <laughs> but it was like, okay, so you're throwing me in this environment and, like, people don't really want to talk to you in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to, again, build those relationships. So that's why I put air quotes around networking because – what network did you really build being right. there if you didn't already know people or didn't have something that you can provide to someone? Mm-hmm. And, and to piggyback off of what Kat said, um, we were the young ones. We were the black ones, right? Yeah. And we're in this room and they, they kind of look at us. They'll ask us these questions really quickly. And I get it. We were younger. Mm-hmm. So we were green. They can see that we're still green and we're trying to learn. But it's like, can someone just hold my hand and teach me? <laughs> right, right. Like, why can't you? Because, you know, yeah. other 
uh, cultures do that for one another. Like, hey, you know what? Come on, girl. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. But mm-hmm. they would see us and it's like no one's like, oh, you know, let me connect you with so-and-so because this person might be good for you or something. Mm-hmm. No. There was a lack of that. And we always found each other at these events. Literally, mm-hmm. we'd go to the same events and we'd be together the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's, I know that girl. Like, come on. <laughs> and then we just sit there and then we talk about people. <laughs> we keep, literally, people watching, talking about people yeah. and then it spiraled into talking about our personal. So then now we're starting to learn each other. And then it came to, okay, let's exchange numbers. Mm -hmm. And whenever we knew an event was coming up, girl, you going to be at this event? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So I know I have like a person Mm -hmm. to (laughs) be there and like keep me company and take me out of that like anxious mode. Yeah. The anxiety. Bad. Girl. Let's 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 talk before we get into the anxiety because I do want to touch on that. Um let's take a step back and discuss more of the the relationships part, right? Because with social currency, basically you're building networks online and offline to basically open more doors for access resources and to help to help you take that your career or your whatever your passion is to the next level. Mm-hmm. So how important is it for you all to use social media as mm. of now? But then also how important is for you to take those social media relationships offline? Um, well, due to the nature of CVG, mm-hmm. it's actually heavily important. And for us, what we've realized is individually, we need to have a social presence. We need to learn who these people are on social Mm -hmm. media. What are they doing? And that's your first step of connecting. And doing that, we've met some dope people who we could either call friend Mm -hmm. or call, like, a vendor or call, like, what we call Vibers because that's friend of the vibes. And it's through, like, first, second, third degree of separation. Yeah. Okay, so I see this person. They're doing something. We have a mutual follower. Is that mutual follower a friend of theirs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or is that just someone that, like, I can ease into? Like, who's this person? Give me the introduction. Or I follow this person for a really long time. I found out this person's going to be at this place with someone I know. That's a way for me to sort of, like, ease in into building that relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, <clears throat> when it comes to social media and CVG, it's kind of like what networking used to be before where mm-hmm. you would go to these – Networkers, air quotes. Quot- <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you know, we go to these networkers and we'll try to connect with people. Social media kind of took away that anxiety mm-hmm. from having to like walk up to someone. And Cat right. and I are very, we, our anxiety so bad. Is, <laughs> and it doesn't awkward? help that we're awkward like <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so social media took that away from us. So we were able to connect with people through that and build these relationships. Right. And then, and maybe I may be fast forwarding now, but with our events, we're able to kind of take what social media has done to take that anxiety away and bring that to life, mm, you know, agreed. because we're able to bring these people together without, you know, in an anxiety free environment. OK, fair enough. Yeah. So on Instagram together, you guys have close to 2000 followers. Mm-hmm. And then on LinkedIn, you have over a thousand connections. Let's really dig into understanding why it's important to have those connections online. Like you talked about it briefly, you tapped on it as far as the anxiety free zone mm-hmm. is you using social media to be your, your first touching point of building that relationship. But which platform do you use the most as that touching point and which one are you focusing on to really grow, to help 
I guess, lessen the anxiety? For me, and collectively for CVG, like, for me, it's Instagram and Twitter. Instagram gives you, like, video look into who I am. Um, You can see my silly rants. Yeah. You can see me twerking. You can see me traveling. You can see me working. So you see yeah. every, like, part of Catherine on Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, you get more into, like, my personal opinions. You get more into, like, how my brain works. Either it's silly, either it's serious. You get more of that on Twitter. So yeah. you learn more of me via Twitter. But what I stand behind is who I am on social media is who I am in person. You're not going to meet a new person. Say that again because I think I think people misconstrue how to use online. Mm-hmm. They think that, okay, on who I am online has to be different Mm-hmm. For who I am in person. Mm-hmm. So say that again for us. Who I am on social media is who I am in person. Mm. <laughs> Mic drop really quick. <laughs> 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 but for CVG, it's harder to be on Twitter because now you're mm-hmm. blending not only a voice of two different people that founded it, but the two others that are on the team. So how do you have one voice on Twitter? But for Instagram, it's typically a little bit easier. And if you look at our Instagram, like people have given it criticism, which is fine and it's constructive. There's not one voice. Fair, but it's not one person. So how can we develop one voice when there's four different people behind this team and I can jump in one week and I'm putting up post. Mm -hmm. He can jump in another week. He's putting up post. Aya could jump in. They're all going to be different. The language is going to be different, but the tone is going to stay the same. Yeah. So I think focusing heavier on Instagram for us mm-hmm. as CVG is better because you're getting more of an insight. These are how their events are. Mm-hmm. These are what they're promoting. These are people they're working with. These are who they're highlighting. Right. And then you'll get glimpse of us here and there, but we don't want us to be the focus. Right. Um, for me, it's a little different. Like, I think it started off because I'm more of the Facebook Mm-hmm. Kind of person. old head because he's the old Cause, one. Cause I'm the old one. <laughs> right. So um, it kind of started off with Facebook. Then Instagram came around. I'm like, oh, this is cute. And then I started using Instagram a little bit more. And I'm like, I so Instagram is like on a personal level. Yeah, is my go to. Mm-hmm. Um, you go on my Instagram, and I don't know really what you're gonna get on my Instagram. <laughs> you get a little bit of everything too. Um, but like Kat, you you're gonna get who I am. I'm not mm-hmm. any different than because we're infatuated with this whole influencer thing, yeah. and mm-hmm. and I get it. You know, it's, back in the day it was ambassadors. Now we have influencers. It's like it changes every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care if I'm an influencer or not. I just want to be who I am. And if I influence you to do something mm-hmm. or to feel some kind of way, then that's great. You know what I mean? Because I'm all about giving that free kind of like information or whatever whatever it is that I'm putting on my social media. You should have access to it and you should have access to it on my social media or when you meet me in person. That's how I look at it. Um, but for me, coming from being a freelancer to now working in corporate, LinkedIn has become very, very powerful for me. Mm-hmm. I've always had a LinkedIn um, and I've always kind of tried to use it and I still don't know how to use it 100%. Yeah. I don't think anybody really does. Right. <laughs> But, you know, on my on a corporate level, I've made so many connections now, especially with my title, that is kind of trickling down to CVG. So I'm using mm-hmm. kind of like my corporate because CVG is growing. Yes. You know, we've been around for two years. So now we start partnering up with people that have been in the industry for a little longer to kind of give us that platform of like, mm-hmm. all right, this is official, but we still keep focusing on niche and emerging brands mm-hmm. on the side. Okay. You know, kind of like that. All right. That's good. I like the way that 
each of you have a different focus when it comes to your social media mm-hmm. and how you mm-hmm. use it and how you're using your online, offline as well to gain access to people, sponsors, right. um, other influencers, which is really good. So let's let's kind of dig a little deeper and get to the to the hard part. Let's talk oh. about the struggle, oh. right? So mm-hmm. what type mm-hmm. of struggles do you guys face or have you guys faced um, throughout your journey to becoming CVG? Um, you know, <laughs> like every company, um, there's always struggle. And we're still struggling, mm-hmm. you know, because we're not where we want to be. And I don't think we're ever going to be where we want to be. I think once we get to it, it's a, it becomes a plateau and then CVG will close once we get there because we're always trying to do bigger and better things as we go along. But yeah. um you know, money is definitely one of them. It was more of a struggle when we first started because mm-hmm. we were in different positions. And now, you know, as as CVG has grown, we have grown professionally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it allows us to kind of bring in some more money to the company and do bigger and better things. Um, but money is definitely a struggle. Um, balancing personal work and side hustle mm-hmm. has definitely been a struggle. I think that's a bigger struggle this year. Yeah. And... um you know, we're four different individuals and mm-hmm. we have four different minds. And, you know, Kat and I are the principal, but we can't forget about the other two that are there really, you know, just yeah. fueling everything. And, you know, we have four or five, six hour meetings after work. So we're getting home at 12, one o'clock in the morning. Mm. You know, talking about it, it's it, there's a lot of struggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the things that you guys do to push through that struggle? Like, mm. what is the thing that really, oh, I don't want to like, it's like you're sitting in this five hour meeting after you've already put in eight hours at work. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it that's driving you guys to say, let's continue to push through so that we can do what we need to do for CVG. And then I'm getting home at 2 a.m. and still doing whatever it is I need to do to unwind. Wine. Like, what is it that's really pushing you guys to continue and push through that struggle? I mean, honestly, for me, and I know sometimes me and him speak about it as well, so I know he does share, like, some of the sentiments, yeah. is the rewarding aftermath of an event. Right. Or the rewarding aftermath of creating a connection, of someone taking notice, of someone providing you feedback, of someone getting it. Like, to me, that's the most rewarding thing. Uh, we had an event in March called Get Your Life. And it was just me and him left alone. Yeah. The other two weren't able to be present. And it was one of the smaller ends of our events, um, which is more like the activities that we did want to do initially in the beginning. We mm-hmm. wanted to have smaller group-based activities and then larger scale events. During this one particular, there was someone who suffers from depression who was our photographer that day. And not only does she suffer from depression, she has social anxiety, she gets, like, intimidated with big cities like New York. To be alone with her for a few minutes and her express, like, the joy and the experience she had in this small group setting and the connection she made to one of our – I don't know what you want to call them for that event. Collaborators? Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. For one of our collaborators at that Mm -hmm. event – and how it encouraged her to have, like, a difficult conversation with her husband later that night. Like, 
that's rewarding. So I walk away from that. That's just an example, but that happens at many different events Mm -hmm. to see organic relationships blossom. Mm -hmm. That's what we walk away with. Like, this is the reason why we did this. Yeah. I mean, and and sometimes like we get so caught up into, oh, we're going to a networking event and I want to see who's there and who's who and blah, blah, blah. And it's all a facade. Mm -hmm. You know, with our events, it's kind of like, we break that. Like, there is no facade. This mm-hmm. is what you get. You know, Cat is on the corner <laughs> twerking and I'm over there sweating, running around. And <laughs> Aya is tripping and falling somewhere and Brittany's just there. Like, awkward like, walking awkward around. Walking, you know? And, and that's just who we are and that's what you're going to get. So we want people to come to our events and see that mm-hmm. and understand that it's okay. Like, it's not always about business. It's more about that relationship building. Mm-hmm. If if I wait, wait, wait. say that, say that again, because people re- really need to understand when it comes to networking, whether you're online or offline, that is about finding that common thread and right. really connecting, having an organic relationship with. So, so just say it one more time for us. You know, I don't remember it verbatim, but <laughs> networking isn't always about business; it's about relationships. relationships. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Thank you so much. Teamwork. Uh huh. Um. So, you know, knowing that people can come to our events mm-hmm. and they go home with a piece of something that they didn't mm-hmm. think they were going to go home with. Like, mm-hmm. you probably go to our events, you think you're going to meet, get business cards or get this and whatever. Now you want to talk about business cards mm-hmm. a little bit? Oh, okay. Don't talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going home with having met someone new with yeah. three new followers on Instagram, you know, that you can connect with in the future. Yeah. That same event that she was talking about, Get Your Life, we had Tashana, who's my friend from high school, who I actually met on 9-11, but that's a whole nother story. Um, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's that's a, a different, different story. story. Yeah, yeah, a whole different story. But, <laughs> but she came from Atlanta for that event in particular because she always wanted to come to a CVG event. Yeah. We had one of our collaborators drop out, and she just jumped in and yeah. talked about financial coaching and all that other stuff and kind of just gave her story. Mm. And I saw people connecting with her after that Mm -hmm. and kind of like... it was relatable. Yeah, like... It was real. It was real. There you go. Yeah, I like that. We're we're talking about that's real. Let's talk about uh, stress (laughs) and mental health. (laughs) Because before we kind of touched on, like, what do you do for, like, to push through the struggle? And we talked about your working hours. But another aspect is, like, maintaining your mental health. Mm. So how do you all either on the individual or as a team, make sure that you're still mentally strong? Well, in full transparency, me and Felix both individually are in therapy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, we have really good relationships with our therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has saved, not saved us, but tremendously helped us both individually this year. Yes. And in dealing with our new positions at work, mm-hmm. dealing with maintaining this and growing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that definitely does help. We both try to be active in the gym, and that's, like, a good release for us where none of us are on our phones. Um, we could technically sort of tell when each other's at the gym because there's no response back. Like, right. no, I'm at the gym. I'm in my zone. Like, there's no talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. Not to say we don't have it mapped out. We don't have it pinpoint down on how we can maintain. It changes by day. It changes by week, whether it's he's – gone on airplane mode for the day, whether it's I'm a potato on my bed or I'm sleeping for 12 hours like I did last (laughs) night or if I'm smoking weed just to, like, get through the day. Mm. It changes per week, but we're trying to figure it out. And I will say, like, thankfully for therapy to Mm -hmm. sort of have someone who's a professional guide us through and give us, like, different elements and aspects on how we can keep ourselves in check, hope, (laughs) all that good stuff. I mean, I think... um, 
therapy does work. But one of the things that we've been doing more so now than we did before is just being honest. Mm -hmm. And like, when was it? On Wednesday, I was like, it was like 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. And I was like, I'm logging off. I'm not responding to anything. I had Mm -hmm. a horrible day. Like, I'm not going to be here. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? And it's just being able to say that and being okay, like understanding, like have that group understanding that if someone is not feeling it, Mm-hmm. They're not feeling it and we can't force them to feel mm-hmm. it. Or like, for instance, if I do send a message like yeah. that, it'll be like, wait, hold on a second, Felix. Like, what about X, Y, Z? I just need to know this and then we're good. And it doesn't mean that you can't text me separately or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just means that I'm taking some time because um I had a horrible day or something of that nature. Because if I can't give CVG 100% of me, then why even bother because mm-hmm. then tomorrow i'm gonna wake up and look at the thread like damn i didn't want to do that and it's happened before it's yeah. like um why did we decide on this and it's like well we were tired like you know whatever <laughs> yeah i mean you bring about some good points on like taking a break mm-hmm. and being able to step back and say all right i'm on airplane mode or just being transparent mm-hmm. about how you feel i don't think enough people are honest about that even on social media like social media you think one person is living the best life every oh. single day oh, yeah and then in person you like Bruh. are you dead like, broke, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like are you okay um so i think that's good so that's good to say you can step back but mm-hmm. what do you guys do to celebrate your small wins Weed, alcohol, <laughs> travels. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do we do to? I mean, we we acknowledge it. Right? Okay, yeah. I, I think a lot of companies have a hard time acknowledging when good things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, with us, we're a small company. We can't go out there and drink all the time and whatever. But mm-hmm. we always acknowledge when we do something good or when we have a good event or mm-hmm. you know, we, it's like this was an amazing event, and, and then we have numbers to look at, and mm-hmm. you know, so all that. Um, is a part of it, but we've gotten into this thing where we travel together too. So we'll travel for a conference or we'll travel yeah. for a festival. And it's been really cool to do so because, yeah, we're out there. It's all research. Mm-hmm. You know, like we literally go, we were Why at A3C research? and I'm like, I don't, I know Lil Wayne. I don't know anyone else. He barely knew the words to any song. <laughs> so like, does he know Lil Wayne? <laughs> you know, but we were there together. Yeah, and right. that's an experience. So we're experiencing things together. Mm-hmm. It's work, but not really. But yes, it is. And we have impromptu meetings. And it's just, it's good. Yeah. And to like piggyback off of that, and I believe you asked this a little bit earlier, like how does it work? In doing that, like, yeah, we're there for business. And, you know, we're networking and we're doing our market research. But at the same time, without realizing, we're strengthening our individual relationships mm-hmm. with each other. Mm, yeah. We're having heart-to-hearts. Yep. We're letting loose. We're having a good time. Like he had mentioned with A3C, like, yeah, we were there for research. Um, we had a, like, top connection there. But we also got drunk at brunch. Ooh. No pressure. Just get it. Well, some more than others. Mm. <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> right. That's the sum. I'm the other. Mm-hmm. And it was just a good time to just, like, let loose. Yeah. Like, we're, there's no pressure. We're not trying to impress anybody. We're just with each other. Getting drunk, enjoying brunch. Yeah, literally. Or getting an impromptu tattoo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. It sounds like CVG has a good culture. And from all of the events that I've attended with you guys as one of the collaborators or partners or even just doing the events have really been great. Because I like genuine connections. I like organic mm-hmm. chemistry. I like just naturally being in environments where I can be myself and not feeling that pressure of where do you work? What do you do? Right. And how much money do you make? Can how I can be benefit from- me? Yeah, exactly. So I highly encourage our listeners to check them out. Y'all want to drop the website? 
Yeah. Uh, curatedvibesgroup.com. And the Instagram? Curated Vibes Group. <laughs> Everything is Curated Vibes Group, with the exception of Twitter is GRP at the end as opposed to G-R-O-U-P. Okay, cool. Yeah. So for our listeners, what piece of advice, um, and you get one piece of advice or two, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's whatever piece of advice comes to your head that you would put on a post-it, right, oh, mm-hmm. and put it on your desk. What's oh. that one piece of advice that you would put on a post-it? Individually, right? Yes. Uh, never underestimate the person next to you. Ooh, say that again. Never underestimate the person next to you. Nice. Like, ex- explain. Explain for a second. We're very quick to judge. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. we're super, super quick to judge. Two days ago, I was at on the platform on the train, and this guy is walking up to me, and he's limping, and he looks a little dirty. And I'm like, in my head, like, oh, my God, he's a bum. He's going to ask me for money, and I don't have any money. And I'm really good. Like, I always give homeless people money. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, if I have cash. a dollar, if I have a coin, whatever, I'll give it to yeah. them. He came to ask me for directions. You know, but yeah. here I am already. Huh? No, I said, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you was judging. Yeah, That's here I am doing. judging. Like, oh, my God, this guy is coming. And then, and then my anxiety kicks in. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> he traps and then his book max fills. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but we can't continue to, to do that. We do that a lot as a society. And now yeah. with social media, we do that even more. We'll see, oh, he only has 300 followers. I don't want to be his friends. You know that those 300 followers are organic followers. And you're re- that person is reaching at least 200 people out of those 300 followers. Yeah, you're your en- engagement rate could be like five to ten percent. Right. You know, right. you never know. Catherine? Um, I would say let's focus more on collaboration and community over competition. And I say that industry wise, I say that work wise, I say that in being black today, uh, a lot of, not a lot of times in the past it was always like competition within black people. Uh, in our own community. And now we are facing a moment or we're shifting where it's more community based. It's right. more mm-hmm. collaborating. And I don't know if it's because of the climate of the nation where finally it's clicked like we have to have yeah. each other's backs. We need to start supporting each other. The Jewish people have had it on lock for so long. When are we going to like realize mm-hmm. and get privy to it? So that would be what I would say. Like, don't look at someone as a competition, even if they're doing something similar to you. Collaborate with them. Support share, them. Share the wealth. Yeah. You know, we can we can do the same thing. We can thing. both live yeah. together. We can coexist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you said we can both live together. That's <laughs> <laughs> early, y'all. Please feed me. <laughs> the champagne, though. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, my It's strong. It's strong. All right. So we're entering the speed round, right? So I'm going to ask you a question or just give out two words and whatever comes to your mind, just say it, right? Mm-hmm. So I want both of you guys to do it. So I'm going to ask the question. You go first, then you go second. All right. Okay. All right. So what gets you out of bed? My alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's supposed to be a response. I don't think so either, but my alarm clock too, girl, because... Hmm. Yeah, mine is a ridiculous loud trap song that wakes me up and startles me. I'm, I'm not, it's not my alarm clock. I just wake... I have an internal clock. 5 a.m. I'm up. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite brand? What kind? Whatever what? comes to mind. Fave. Nike just came to mind, but I think that's because... No, just... not brand. Band. Band. Yeah, oh, like band. 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 Like, Outcast count? It's three yeah, people. They're, they're a band. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's more than, if it can't be Britney Spears, then it will be Panic at the Disco. Ah. Okay. Throwback. All right. Favorite drink? Hennessy and champagne. Hennessy straight up. 
Mm, dark. <laughs> <laughs> Role models. My mom. Oh, you, you oh no, you could say it. That was cute. Yeah, my mom. That's, yeah. She's my, yeah. They'd be both my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> Luxury item. That we own? Or, or that we like. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever comes to mind. Luxury item. I would love to have an Infiniti G37, but the way that I handle my car and the fact that I have to park my car on the street, <laughs> not yet, but that's what I love to have. I'd like a home. Oh, okay. Like a three-bedroom, multi-level home with oh, okay. a guest home next to it. Like candy bears. Oh, you threw oh, me off God. a little bit when you said, I would like a home. I was about to say, where you living at? <laughs> <laughs> no, Everything like okay? Man- I want a mansion. Put it that way. Give me a mansion. Well, you said a three-bedroom. <laughs> three-bedroom doesn't have to be a mansion. My parents have a three-bedroom. Yeah, I know, but I want a multi-level. I want, like, media rooms. I want all that good stuff. I want a pool. Okay. Big yeah. All right. Favorite food? Ooh. Mm. Chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Anything with pork. Oh, my God. I know. Favorite country to visit? Mm. Oh, that's hard because we're travelers. Okay, I'm going to be biased. I love going to both the homelands. I love being in Antigua. It's freeing if you've never been to the Caribbean islands. It's such an experience. And I loved being in Italy. It was also freeing in a different way, and it was so rich with culture. Both of them are rich with culture. Right. So I'm biased. It's my homelands. Um. I don't know yet because I haven't gone to Venice, and that's been my dream place to go to. So I can't even answer that question right now. Fine, Dominican Republic. <laughs> she gave me that look. I'm like, I had to give him the look, guys. Sorry. Uh, best way to give back? Support in any way, shape, or form that means to that individual person. Yeah. Share knowledge. Just anything you know, just share it. Share it. Uh, retirement place. Miami. Really? Yeah. Anywhere outside of the United States. Well, not anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere? Somewhere outside of the United States that has beach. Cuba. Fuck it. I loved Cuba. Sorry, I wasn't supposed to cuss. No, you're fine. It wasn't as aggressive and like, (laughs) like, yeah. In her true fashion? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Cartoon. Oh, my God. Right now, it's Big Mouth because I just finished watching the second season. Oh, the second season was good. Girl, it was so funny. (laughs) Boy. I haven't seen it yet. Big Mouth is hilarious. hilarious. Uh, And for those of you who are listening, Big Mouth is a show on Netflix. Yes, it is. And if you haven't watched it, please do yourself that favor. I wouldn't wouldn't watch it with kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of like... 21 and up-ish. Well, no, you could be 18. You could be in you college got, watching be that. You like a mature 18, I No, guess. you could be in college watching that. Yeah. College yeah. kids got that. I, yeah, college, college yeah. and up. That's fair. College yeah. and up, yeah. I also wouldn't watch it around, like, on a train or something. Or in public. I, oh, <laughs> I started watching that first day. I was like, I can't finish this thing on the train. Like, it's crazy. I would sit in my office, close the door, like, oh, my God, I got to watch this. Um, you could watch it at home, but, you know, that's fine, too. <laughs> Fave cartoon. I'm never home. Hey, Arnold. Oh, okay. Oh Throwback. Mm-hmm. Scoop kid ready to lead the snoop. All right. Yeah. Oh, because you're a pigeon man. Don't do that. <laughs> I did it. Rude. All right. So drama. Rude. Show. Drama. What comes to mind? Love and hip hop. Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. Kevin Hart. Mm. Shit's Creek. Mm. 
Is that a show? It's on Netflix. I was like, isn't that a saying? No, it's, it's on Netflix. It's um, it's actually a Canadian show on Pop TV, and then they oh do it. Oh, it's so it's good. Like okay, okay. So good. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, no, he got weird taste. It's, All right. It's hilarious. Okay. Ooh, last last okay. question, and this is this is kind of. I just added this, so Uh-oh. it should be fun. Mm-mm. What is happiness? Mm. Oh. Happiness. What is happiness? So what I told my therapist when I think <laughs> happiness is, is having a peace of mind. And what I mean by that is my mind, and I know other people's minds can be their biggest, worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And you can have a battle within your own mind and your own mind can keep you out of bed, can like discard yourself. So having peace within my own mind is happiness. Mm. Interesting. Um I don't know what happiness is, but what makes me happy is to see the people around me genuinely happy. That brings happiness to me. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Is there anything that you would like the listeners to know before we wrap up? Follow me on Instagram <laughs> at RetroBarbie92. Hashtag is bright hair, dark liquor. Mm-hmm. If you have any cognac sitting in your house that you're trying to get rid of. <laughs> or white honey. <laughs> yeah, that's still a cognac. So that was great for that interruption. But you have to be specific with that. I don't have to be specific. If it's cognac and you don't want it, just give it to me. <laughs> no. mm. What about you, Felix? Is there anything you would like the listeners to know? Um, Be true to yourself. I think that's like. Something. Say that again, though. Say that again. Be true to yourself. Yes. We're, I don't know. It's so sad. Y'all just so phony. That's just basically what he means. Y'all phony. Everyone is so phony. Give up the Instagram facade. Yes. Oh, my God. It's, I wish we could live in a world where social media was not, like, so overpowering. We, but, not overpowering. So to yeah. be like we did once live without it. Yeah. Yeah. When Facebook came out at first, it was great. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was just for, like, the, the, the college. College. Yeah, college. college. Yeah. Oh, that was the days. Back in my day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you for being on the show. This was tons of fun. Don't forget to follow Curated Vibes Group on IG, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, everything under the sun, anything online at Curated Vibes Group. All right. Until next time. Thank you for joining the conversation. To learn more about Currency Shift, go to currencyshiftnow.com. If you feel as though you fit the criteria as the first, the only, or the disruptive, send us an email, info at currencyshiftnow.com. Until next time, keep pushing, stay motivated, and stay encouraged.